Good evening, listeners. Today is Sunday. Is it March? March 5th, 2023. Hold on, let me pull away. Aside, look at the time. One second, folks. 8, oh, 8.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. How's everybody doing tonight? How was your weekend? What did you do? Where did you go? Who did you see? Who did you not see? What did you eat? What did you drink? Um, what did you read? What did you listen to? Uh, these Now, these are questions, Uncle Phil. Am I an asshole? Is my wife a money-grubbing whore? Now, those are questions. Uh, 2006, that's a hint. That's when the movie came out. Big shout-out to Anchor FM. Now on Spotify and five different platforms. Folks, have you ever thought of having your own podcast, then consider Anchor FM now on Spotify or do the video production in combination with other platforms too, or just on Zoom, even though I don't think they want you to do it on Zoom anymore. But I don't want to get into that because, of, you know, um, Zoom is a business in itself. I'm not here to play politics between businesses. I just came here to, um, to do my podcast. <clears throat> so let's get off the subject. Let's keep it moving on the train tracks, switch tracks to humility. Yeah, humility. As I talk in this podcast, I want to start with humility because I understand if some people stopped following, following me. I understand if I'm turning people away because sometimes I can only imagine how I sound, how angry I sound, how brutal how psychotic at times, yes. And and that's part of the sanding down sessions that are being instituted in these episodes. Sanding down, you know, working it out, you know, finding that basically a workout room, you know, something that I know I keep referring to comedians, but it's true. Comics work out the material on the stage. You know, they... Honestly, if they, you want to get good at it, you should have a minimum, minimum, and that's not really not enough, five minutes a night, every night, stage time. That's not really 10, 15 a night, at least, to, to get your chops, your wit, your skill, your flow, being able to read the audience. And that's hard. That's a premium. That's that's not easy to get. So now I have this here now. <clears throat> I have it here. I, I just don't have the immediate feedback but that that's oh that's okay i'm still gonna keep harnessing this so, um but humility humility because i have to get over myself i ain't the greatest thing since sliced bread there's millions of other comedians millions of other podcasts out there and i really you know and they're much more advanced and skilled in creating a, a podcast you know this is just a workout room folks that's or it is really, I could just not even publish these. I could just create these episodes and just leave them, you know, unpublished, you know, in my library if I want to do it. And I think about doing that sometimes or unpublishing some of them. But I decided just to let it sit there, to let it lie, not to promote it and push it and put it out there and say, hey, hey, look at me. Oh, I'm a podcaster. No, 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 you can't do that. No, 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 you can't do that. But not to still erase myself either like I didn't exist. You know, I should have 
some library of tapes. You know, if you have a message, if you feel there's something you want to say, you have to put it out there. Be brave. Because these thoughts come sometimes you think, um, you think that there's someone who's quiet, who's out there in the audience think, and they know a lot more than you. And they're thinking, oh, geez, I know more of this guy. Why is this guy shut up? I know more than he is. Why is he talking? You know, I know just as much as he was, and I'm not talking. I'm not out there showing off. I think that. I think that a lot. But you know what? Well, good for you. But I made the decision. No one's stopping you from going up and talking. Why do I have to feel that I have to be quiet because I think that you're thinking that? Why? Why must these barriers be created, folks? Anyway, enough of this self-analysis here. See? TMI, too much information. I know, I know. I sand it down, sand it down, man. See, this is the these are the workout tapes, the workout room. You know, that's why, that's why no one should hear about this podcast. I'll tell you why. Because right now, I'm like um Rocky Robert Balboa in the early days in Philadelphia, before Apollo Creed picked him out in the black and white photograph the Italian stallion on Columbus Day from Philadelphia. I'm him before that, you see, in the gym. Remember when he fought Spider Rico? Or even before that, he got his head busted open, you know, you know, and he's walking home with an ice pack on his head and a cigarette dangling from his mouth and a pork pie hat and a leather jacket, taking a swig of a glass of wine, hopping onto the bed. You know, that's who I am. So that's not something you want to promote. You know, people don't want to see that. That's raw. That's you know, and I, I know, I know, I imagine I'm him sometimes, like I'm running through the streets of Philadelphia and everybody's cheering for me, and I'm running. <laughs> I think about that all the time, you know. But it's just an illusion. It's all in my head because there's too many other stories out there. It's too many other people. You know, that's what the humility. Get over yourself. You know, just do your workout. Be have your own little Rocky Balboa. Be happy. Your own little world. Your own little gym. Your own little friends at the corner with their garbage can and fire and a glass of wine. You get the swig of wine. Be happy with the swig of wine. They go, do, 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 do. Take me back. Do, 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 do. What I saw be. Dun, 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 the reason. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Take me back. Do, do. That's Frank Stallone, by the way. Sylvester Stallone's brother was in that. Um, also, Frank Stallone also came out with a hit in 1984, I believe from the sequel, Staying Alive to Saturday Night Fever, uh, called This Is The End. This Is The End. Do, 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 Save me, darling. Do, 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 do. It had the same type of tempo to Christopher Cross's um, ride you know, like the wind, and I got such a long way to go to make it to the border of Mexico. So the same tempo, same beat. It's confusing at first. You think it's Christopher Cross's ride like the wind, but in actuality, just to let you know, it's Frank Stallone, the brother of Sylvester Stallone from um, Save Me Darling. And one more side note, Frank Stallone also did the final soundtrack to First Blood, uh, Rambo, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it's it's a long road at the end. John Rambo's in handcuffs, and he's walking. Colonel Troutman is walking alongside him, and he walked out of the. And Brian Denner, he's been sta- saved. He has he's being taken away, but he's not dead. And then that song, it's a long road when you're on your own. Dun, 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 dun. And every town, every town he goes to. 
you know, doesn't want him around. You know, he just wants a hamburger. All John Rambo wanted was a hamburger. You know, and a porky pig would have let him buy the freaking hamburger. John Rambo with a milkshake in his left hand, after going to Vietnam and serving his country, would just walk to the next town. But no, he had to go to Jerk Quarter, USA, where Sheriff Will Teasel decided to F him. And this is what you get. This is what happens when you push a person too far. Anyway, here we go. Standing down. Standing down, folks. You know what health professionals say often, and I know you hear it all the time. It's such a canned response, they say, and they don't even know what they're doing, but it's so, it's so placating. And they, don't, they, they mean well, but it, it, the way it comes out, there's a, there's a falsity to it. They say, <laughs> what's going on? What's go? They don't mean, but even you call the suicide hotline. What's going on? What is this? Mar- what's that? Why don't you just play Marvin Gaye? What's going on? Gee, can't you think of anything else? I mean, is that what they train you? You know, in the suicide, to say, what's going on? What's going on? What is going on, folks? Anyway, let's look at my notes here because of uh, we're up to nine minutes and 24 seconds, which is good. And I just want to go over some uh, some notes, by the way. I'm finally doing stand-up comedy. Yes, um, I had to move my um laptop to top of a dresser because what happened was um, you know, the battery runs low when you're producing, and you know I didn't want the the battery to go dead in the middle of an episode, so I connected to the outlet, and the outlet you know is behind the dresser, so it's better this way. I'm standing up it's important to stand up especially um if you want to speak from your your abdomen you know you want to project appropriately and, and you have the ability to stand here you, this is stand up comedy after all folks it is let me hold the microphone up so i really am doing good. damn this is the comedy i always wanted right here in my own room you know this is great you know i don't i I'm good at talking to myself. I don't need an audience to make me laugh. I don't need feedback. I don't need people deciding whether I should get five minutes on stage or not. When I will shuffle like a card, hey, sand down, stop it, stop. Hey, got to work it out. You know, you understand when you have OCD, your mind is playing things in your head over and over and it doesn't end it perpetuates and it magnifies and sometimes literally you have smoke and you're just making something to and you have to have an outlet to, to get it out whether it be starting an argument with somebody and having a, a jerk a knucklehead or doing stand-up comedy or writing a book or whatever your thing is so this is the thing that i'm doing let's go over my notes and let's even if i don't go delve into each subject let's just go over it and and we'll entertain the idea of discussing it on a future episode okay i don't tell folks about my podcast because i don't want a pity listen all right let's cross that off because we're just a one-liner with a setup Serves no purpose. There's no alien. There's no affiliation. It's not referenced anything. It's not conversational. Okay. Um, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, 
and then M- Mrs. Blank. It's a story about a, a landlady. You remember George Thorogood, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, the landlady? She was all so nice. That's why. That's a story about this lady, this landlady. One bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Because she's, she's my landlord, landlady story. Only one story of landlords or ladies. Here we go again. Sand down. We're not going to cross that off. It's relative and pertinent for future episodes. We're up to 12 minutes and 37 seconds, folks. Okay. Okay. Oh, let's put this in quotations. This is a quotation from another landlord. But we're going to put this in because he's another He's another story. Maybe we'll combine him with the uh, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer landlady. He's a, land, he's a landlord, this individual. But he said, I'm, I'm out of the refrigerator business. Meaning, you know, you're lucky you got a refrigerator from me because after this, I'm not supplying any refrigerators for tenants anymore. I'm out of the refrigerator business. Yeah. And let's just make more, one more reference to the comment from another land wife of a landlord. So I guess it makes her a landlady or co-conspirator. She said, nobody moves in the winter time, middle of winter. Like as I, I was moving, you know, me and my wife were at the time were moving from one apartment to another, I guess, because she had to come out and help what a, give my, whatever she had to do to inspect or check it out. You know, she had to get out of her car in a t-shirt in the middle of winter from her house in her big fat SUV. So I guess she was upset. Nobody, like you made me come out in the cold in the middle of the winter. Nobody moves in the middle of the winter. I don't know. That's the way I interpret it. Maybe she was just saying, why don't you wait till it's warmer out? I don't know, but I, I'm going off the tracks, but these, I got landlord stories. That's what I want to tell you, you know, this one, I'm going to skip it now because it's a little too personal. You know, I'll, I'll put it out there when I want to put that out. Sometimes I don't want to go too personal on here. I don't want to put all my whole business out there, you know. All right, this one, here we go. This is my, my own jargon, my own words, my own word game, playing games. Uh, stop playing Chinese games. And then I wrote, this ain't checkers, mother effa. It's chess, and I'm the king. Or so Alonzo thought he was doing, folks. He was the, oh, he thought he was, he, blurb, he was the king. Alonzo thought he was the king, folks. Let's bring these characters to live hypothetical situations. That's right, I wrote. Or what our favorite cinema characters would do when faced with a hypothetical situation. But I haven't even wrote those stories. I was going to make hypothetical situations with Alonzo. And you know other movie characters, but anyway, um, okay. Subjects to talk about, and I don't even know. Each one's a story. Mems, mems, skits, right? That's another story. Um, it was about a um, a superior. All right, I don't want to go too detailed. Superior at a um, place of employment who used the word mems one time. I had tried to do stand-up comedy, and I failed. I, I made some mistake. I said some things that the plug was pulled. I was admonished, and this individual said, how long have you been doing comedy? Okay, well, perhaps uh, we could do some little mems or skits, and I did. Uh, about a month later, I did a, a mem, a canned speech, just according to the words. Good, very good. Uh, the dirty secret of comedy, which I was ashamed of. You know, I never brought that up again. 
So that's Mem's subject. I don't even want to go too deep into that. That's personal to me. Too personal to go into details. So leave that off. Scratch it off, Mem's. I don't want it. Just wanted to get it off. All right. Cable guy. Oh, yeah. When that story, when I, you know, was admonished for, for, you know, being an idiot and doing comedy in the wrong place, I felt like the cable guy, Jim Carrey, um, when. Him and Matthew Broderick had a confrontation in the rain, and Matthew Broderick's like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't want to hang out with you. And Jim Carrey had a big lump in his throat. You could tell he's trying to hide that he's emotional, he's hurt. And when I was being, you know, admonished about my inappropriate comedy, I was so ashamed that I, I was like the guy, the cable guy with the lump in his throat. You know, I wanted to cry. I was, I was crying, but I was forcing it. I was being a man. And, you know, you learn as a man, you know, or a woman. You don't cry in front of other people. You, you keep that down. You choke it. You push it down. And I just remember that, you know. That's so why I don't want to go too much into that, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Next subject. We're going to like that. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's kind of, hmm, well, the falsity of the over, overall politically correct, the falsity of the, the hypocrisy of why there is a phoniness in promoting a show based upon guests. Oh, like, yeah, this podcast. Yeah, I could just constantly interview people and promote it and say, oh, I'm interviewing this one. Oh, oh, I'm interviewing. Hey, share the link. Share with all your friends. I could promote it based upon that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of podcasts are based on that. Interviewing this one, interviewing that one, this one and friends, that one and friends, this one and this one, that one and that one. We have this one. We have that one. We're a bunch of dudes in the basement, which are chicks together. We're dudes and chicks. You know, good, good. It's working. You know, I, I'm not criticizing them. I'm saying for me, I, 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 I would feel phony doing it. I wouldn't feel like I'm really being like listened to because of what I want to share. I would feel I'm just being listened to because you know I have individuals on, or because I'm sharing, you know, or because of politics. And I don't want to do. I'd rather have nobody listen to me at all. Honestly, I'd rather have nobody listen to me at all and work it out. And I, I am going to start podcasting that game. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to. Just make an alter ego. It's not going to be me. No picture of me. No relation to this this guy who's talking to you now. Another person. And I'll play that game, but I'll keep it in a container. In a container by itself. For that purpose in itself. Nothing expected more. All social media links, if there are any, would be strictly for that purpose. That everything is in a container. All right. I don't know why I'm talking about a dirty fish water suction tubes there's a reason why i talked about it and i'm guessing it has something to do with letting your toxicity out letting your crap out like if you have a fish tank and you put the suction tubes in to get all the dirty like water dirt food out put fresh water to keep the fish clean so they don't get any infections or diseases i'm thinking that's what like having an outlet is about like whatever music comedy acting whatever it is it's like a, a dirty fish tank. You got to put the suction tubes in and suck out the dirty water. Now, I don't know what the hell this is about. Eggs, milk, cheese, refrigerator, refrigerator life expiration. I don't know. I, I brought half the stuff when I was drunk. I'll be honest. So I don't remember exactly why I was thinking about these things and about opening the refrigerator door, fold, not work, put that shit back in there. I don't know. I plan to interviews others but i plan to create a yeah we, we talked about that see I'm, i could tell by this handwriting these 
other words, of a drunk madman. This is not me. That's why I could tell the handwriting is different. You know, I consumed a, a decent amount of alcohol last night. That's why I didn't get on the air because I, it's stupid. I, I've done stand-up comedy drunk. You just don't do certain things when you're drunk. You keep your mouth shut when you're drunk. You do the Denzel Washington thing in Man on Fire or Martin Sheen in, in on his way to in a hotel or uh, Robert De Niro in uh, some movie. He was drunk by himself. Men of honor, men of valor. He was yelling in some steel drunk tank. On the, um, these, is, these things that I write when I'm drunk. And so we're just going down the line, folks. All right. I plan to interview others, but I plan to create a false person. All right. A pseudo person, a different name. All right. We know that. There, there really is no sense of community here. It's all just one big popularity contest. Nobody. All right. We, yeah, we know that. Nobody wants TMI. Okay. Yeah. I think we talked about it already. See, it's all boring crap. I'm wasting your time, but where the clock is running out. Uh, you'll be rid of me real soon. In eight minutes, you'll be rid of me. And you go off, you did, God, thank God I got rid of that guy. Thank God. What? Why, why is this guy coming on? Jesus Christ, could you please turn the channel? Get this guy off the radio. Put some sports on. Put the news on. This guy's talking. Who's this crazy? They want to keep everything light, which is greed. greed. But eventually, their brains start to atrophy. Yeah, I wrote this when I was drunk. And synopsis of, oh, oh, this is a good, this is a special, so let me circle this one. This is a, a subject I would definitely go into with you. Yes, let me circle this. Synopsis of Karen Carpenter songs. That is a subject in itself. We can talk about that. I'm going to highlight that one. Circle it in my, yo, I just, I don't have a phone, you know, I, I just opened the window. Hey, yo, Paulie, what's the message here? Yo, Paulie, your sister's over here. She'll be over two hours, okay? It's, you know, very simple, you know, there's this dude, and, you know, this fighter, and he was like facing uh, Trenton. He was towards the south, and he punched his left hand. So, South Paul, South Paul, yo, Adrian, my, my mother told me that I don't have too much of a brain, you know, so I, I better start using my body, you know, I'm so, yo, Adrian. I never asked you to stop being a woman. Don't ask me to stop being a man. Ha, yo, Adrian, I never asked you to stop being a man. Don't ask me to stop being a woman. <laughs> the original followers are always the OGs. Eventually, the shitters will follow you. Okay, here we go. Damn. Ever see some person... Usual, oh, I'm scared to see what I wrote. I'm scared. I might have to stop. I might have to freaking erase this episode because I never know what's on the next page, folks. You never know. Ever see some person, usually a guy, who sits in the back of the bus in a manner that demonstrates that he wants to own the whole row of seats? Usually, these individuals sit right in the middle and spread their legs to confirm this point. I get instantly angry when I see such injustices conducted in the community. However, I am reticent to confront them or ask them to move, so I just quietly boil over. Most recently, this situation presented itself to me, and after a few minutes of feeling mad, 
I took a good look at myself and I realized that I would not want to sit near me either. I look ridiculous for, for anything. For one thing, my pants are falling down to my ankles and my ankles are showing. My breath smells like gas station chicken tenders. Then, after about five minutes, quote, seat man, unquote, pulled the string and got off the bus. Looks like he wanted to just rent the row of seats for only a short distance, and it really wasn't much of an issue at all. You see how our, our minds can play games on us sometimes? Folks, how we create a fallacy in our mind, a, a non-truth, a, you know, if anybody out there can relate, and I know some of you, I know some of you out there in radio land have those thoughts. As you're driving in your car and you're sipping your cup of coffee, I know someone out there, maybe out there in England, Ireland, Germany, uh, Japan, Indonesia. One of these days we're going to talk about uh, Indonesia. Uh, I forgot the name of the city. Is it Jakarta? Uh, we're going to talk about um, what little I know about it. <laughs> these movies that were made in, in Indonesia. But <sighs> that's another time, another place. What are the notes we have here? Oh, okay, no, that's some other crap. Hold on. Five more notes here. No, stuff I got to do, personal things we need to do. Uh, oh, yeah. you want me to talk about Indonesia? I got five minutes, four minutes left. You want me to hear talk about it? May I run out? Indonesia was uh, based, th these series of movies, a bunch of them, uh, these martial arts, uh, it's a special kind of martial art. I think it's called Sikot, S-I-K-O-T, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and an actor, I believe he's Australian. His name is Gareth Evans. He had this ingenuous idea to recruit these um, individuals from, I believe, Jakarta. That's the name of the city in Indonesia. I could be wrong. He saw their talent. He saw something in them, and he brought them to life on the screen. He, he made these movies, and there's a lot of them. So many, you know, I'd have to go, and my, I have to pull my memory. I'm not... It's not written down. I'm just going by memory. I think Marenthal or Marenthal was like one of the first ones. And that came out in 2009. And the, one of the actors I'm going to talk about, the main actor, there's others. And the, the names will come back. Or we'll talk about another episode. But specifically, the one I, I followed the most was, was Iko Yue. I-K-O-U-W-A-I. Uh, he plays the character, well, not in Marental, but in the, the Raid series, okay? The Raid Redemption. He plays Rama. Rama is a member of the SWAT team, and he's a one-man army. Rama has to go into the projects, man. The projects have been taken over by uh, the, the the Vietnamese gangsters. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the, the Thailand, you know, Asian gangsters. It's a... It's an Asian situation. It's a far, whatever, part of Asia, right? It's an Asian situation. They're in the projects. Slumlords are taking over, right? Rama has to go in with the whole SWAT team. And, you know, and the, these 
gangsters are ruthless. They have like they're in the penthouse of the projects. They have all kinds of cameras. Like everybody's scared. All the tenants are terrified of them. You know, they run drugs out. Nobody messes with them. And this whole SWAT team goes in and you know, I don't want they these these police officers are killed one by one, shot down by psychopaths with you know, gangsters with machine guns. And Rama is a one man army. And I, I even make up this word, Rama. Ramification. There are ramifications. Ramifications. You mess with Rama. He's a one man army. In all his movies, Aiko Yue is a one man army. You could have a gun and he doesn't want to fight you. I, I do not want to fight you. But he will end up t- taking that gun and shoving it up your ass. One And there's other actors out there too. Uh, I have to think of their names. They're going to come back to me. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. Taslim. Joe Taslim. T-A-S-L-I-M. Joe Taslim. Another martial art. Sonny Pang. S-U-N-N-Y. Sonny Pang. P as in Peter. A-N-G. Or, oh, there's got to be one. I know it. Uh, Yayan. Yayan something. Like a yo-yo, but Yayan. Why? Oh, no, I'm timing out, folks. I got to sign up. We're up to 29 minutes. Let's count it down. Let's, happy New Year's. Happy freaking New Year's. In the, like, 2916. I'm not Dick Clark. 2917. 2918. I can't sit here and be Dick Clark for 40 Who could be Dick Clark? God rest his soul. Funny guy. Funny haircut. Nice, nice, nice smile. You know, I think he went to Syracuse University. That's what I'm told. But that's besides, that's another story. But anyway, Dick Clark, Happy New Year. The ball's about to drop down. 38 seconds. All right, let's just time it out. The ball will go down and it will just stop by itself. All right, let's just play Happy New Year games, reindeer games. 47, 48, 49, 50. 51. My grandma. Oh, here we go. Are we timing out? Are we timing out? Here we go. You get two seconds.